Good morning. It's good to be back with you all this day. I bring you greetings from the Brotherhood of St. Gregory. I was on retreat with them last week. And uh, to remind you all that uh, the community keeps all of you and the life of this parish in our prayers on a daily basis. So it's good to be back with you. I bring stories from New York this day. First one I will tell is when I got off the airplane and got on the train to head into Grand Central a couple of Sundays ago. And I got to Grand Central and everybody was gruff and surly. It was a Monday morning, commute was on. And as I wrote home, it's just like Ricky Gervais says. He says, at least in New York, people stab you in the front. <laughs> Coming back last week, I took a taxi from um, Manhattan to the airport. And most of you who've gotten into a New York City taxi knows it's, it's a little bit of a strange experience to get in to another car with an anonymous person and, and to pretend you're comfortable. But, you know, you do that. And now they have TV screens to distract you in the front. So I turned that off and thought, I'm going to have a nice, quiet meditation going to the airport. Well, we got into Queens, and traffic was piling up. And we were about 10 minutes away from the airport. And the guy in front of us was following too closely and wasn't watching where he was going and the taxi driver behind us was completely distracted and I was suddenly startled awake when we tapped the car in front of us and the guy behind us just plowed right into the back. Needless to say, anonymity breaks down pretty fast when you're in a car accident because you have to communicate. One of my mentors, um, who was a Tibetan Buddhist, talked about taking a snapshot out of daily life. And if you look at it closely enough, kind of like a picture postcard, you really see who you are and who the people around you are and the community you are in relationship with. I turned around and looked behind me, and amidst the clouds of steam coming out of the radiator, the car behind us was totaled, I noticed that the passenger in the back seat was injured. Nothing like a car accident in New York City to bring taxi drivers like moths to a light bulb. So instead of two taxi drivers, there were now five taxi drivers, and they were all standing outside my car, haggling over who was going to get which portion of the fee to get us the rest of the way to the airport. So here's this crazy guy from California wearing a funny hat. I get out on the freeway in Queens and I say, hello, there's somebody injured in the car behind us. Has anybody called for an ambulance? Oh, said one of the drivers, broke out his cell phone. And I went over to the car and uh, I was channeling my mother by this time, her take charge personality. <laughs> and I knocked on the window, I said, are you okay? And the, the gal who was injured didn't speak any English, but her daughter was with her and they got out and we chatted. They eventually decided to go on to the airport anyway. They had a plane to catch. Declined medical care, okay. And then I get back to my car and the drivers are still haggling over what the fee cut is going to be for them to take me to the rest of the way to the airport. And my driver is saying, this guy's trying to take advantage of me. And I say, I'm getting into this car and I'm not going anywhere until my driver is happy with the cut he's getting. 
channeling my mother again. Take charge. Take charge. But that's it. You suddenly find yourself in relationship and you suddenly discover who you are and you suddenly discover who the people around you are. And that's what happens. And that is what today's readings are all about. In the traffic accidents of life, we discover our true selves in community, in relationship. In the first reading from Nehemiah, we have a story from the 5th century BC when Nehemiah, the governor, restores Jerusalem and brings the people back out of exile. And these are a people who have been scattered and without identity, who have been captured and at least psychologically and emotionally enslaved by empire. And they are coming back and they are looking to find themselves. And so Ezra breaks open the books of the Law of Moses and begins to read to them and they are enraptured. And then they are broken hearted because they realize that they have strayed so far from their roots. But they are reminded in this beautiful reading that it is not that they have strayed that matters as much as now they are being restored. Sometimes we in the Christian community get a little bit puzzled about how important the law is to our Jewish brothers and sisters and to the ancient Israelites. That's because we think of the law legalistically. But we forget that our Jewish brothers and sisters think about the law as a source of identity. It is about who they are. And for them to hear that after so many years and so many generations of being in exile is a moment of them recovering their dignity and their identity. And it is a day where even though they are grieved of heart, God calls them to rejoice. They are being restored to wholeness. That is our calling as Christians in community. We gather together to find our true selves in relationship with one another, with the community, with the tradition. And that is part of our epiphany walk, just like it is part of Jesus' epiphany walk. He goes back home today. He is discovering the voice he has been given to proclaim the gospel. And he even goes back to Nazareth, his hometown, and picks up this piece of the tradition, this passage from Isaiah, and finds in it, as he reads it in community, his identity, his place. And more than that, he discovers that when people listen to him, he knows his true self. This is the amazing thing about our faith. You might think it enough for God to proclaim, Jesus, you are my son, the beloved. That's how Epiphany begins, right? We always celebrate that the first Sunday after the Epiphany, the baptism. But that is only the beginning. Because it is not enough for God simply to say that to Jesus. There is a third piece of the relationship, and that's us. It's when we identify Jesus as our Lord and Savior, when we listen to what he has to teach and who he is, that the relationship is complete and the path to wholeness and healing begins. 
just as it began for the ancient Israelites as Ezra broke open the book of the law and began to read it to them. We are restored to wholeness in relationship. We are restored to completeness by being together in community. Even if those communities are in the midst of a traffic accident on a highway in Queens, we are reminded of what is truly important. We are reminded of who we are. That is good news. As we open our hearts and minds and ears this day to hear where God is calling us, each of us and all of us together in love. This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.